Welcome to Medically Speaking Radio. I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn. And I'm Larry Finney. I'm a doctor. And I'm not. Let's get started. All right. Welcome. Do you, do you want to talk about COVID-19? No, don't make me. <laughs> don't make me. You can't make me. I don't want to do any more COVID-19 talk. You know, I, I think we, I myself and the world at large and many um, God-fearing Americans are absolutely tired of talking about COVID. We, we don't want I to agree. deal with it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Is it like whistling past the graveyard? I think it's a real thing. But I, I think at some level, there there may be, some of it may be overblown. I don't know. I'll wear my mask. I'll be a good guy, but I'll wear my mask. But Okay. Oh, do we have to talk about it? Is there actual... I'll, I'll let you have a... There's some new news. I'll let you have a an experimental drink. Experimental drink? <laughs> does, that, does that woo you too? Well, I mean, if that's, if that's what it's going to take to get me to talk about COVID. So, all right. So I, 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 your terms are acceptable. I, what do we have? <laughs> I had a patient uh, who has diabetes tell me he thought these A&W drink mix sticks were just the bomb because they're only 10 calorie. Okay. So and I well, thought, well, I like root beer and I encourage patients who uh, have kidney disease to not drink dark cola drinks with phosphoric acid. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't think this does. I'm, I'm trying to look at the ingredients there. Well, let's Man, see. the print is small. We, it has maltodextrin. I'm holding. Okay. So for our listeners at home, I'm, I'm holding this uh, little, well, they call them drink sticks, but it's just a little small uh, kind of cellophane-y packet uh, with the A&W, oh gosh, is that free advertising? Root beer logo. Yeah, really, we shouldn't it. do that. It looks like that. They may even tell us not to. And, uh, ah, whatever. Anyway, it says to add this to uh, 16.9 ounces of water. We, I, You also gave to me a... Uh, a bottle of a certain particular uh, mineral water, sparkling natural mineral water. It's exactly 16.9 ounces. So this will be both fizzy and it will be um, root beery. So the root beer, maltodextrin, caramel color, natural and artificial flavor, sucralose, um, something unpronounceable, and it contains less than 2% of silicon dioxide. So, <laughs> Is that supposed to make me feel good? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open the okay. bottle. Yeah, I guess you have to open the bottle before you put pour the stuff. Yeah, it in. helps. I see bubbles. Uh, bubbles. Wait a minute. So I, I I've done this before with just tap water, and it's rather unimpressive. You yeah. have to have a knife just to tear it open. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I've lost the ability right. to tear open oh, certain packages because of chemo or something. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I poured mine in my my. It's an excuse to use a knife. S. Pellegrino. And now I'm going to close it up because I wasn't going to give Pellegrino a freebie. Oh, 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 well, see, that's okay. I have to tell that. That's okay. That's so I've done right. it with tap water. Now I've got it in the bottle. Now this requires that we kind of shake it a little bit, so it's going to be dicey. It's when going to be all over the sound equipment. Yeah, yeah. And and mine's oh. not even it's not properly doesn't... shaken. It, <laughs> it looks like it has stirred. sediment there. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do a, a James Bond. Look at that. It's still got. Yeah. Sediment up toward the neck of the bottle. Well, and the bottle's green. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I, I, I've been shaking it, and it's still... It's kind of disgusting looking. I, I was going to say, do not use a green plastic bottle if you do this at home. Well, it looks like... It looks horrible. It looks like your aquarium when you're a kid, and you haven't cleaned it in a while, <laughs> and the, the fish have pooped everywhere. Okay, I'm, I'm going to... Hopefully, I don't get this all over the mic. Well, just open it slowly. Don't anger the bubble oh, gods. Oh, yes, slowly, oh, oh, slowly. Oh. 
Shut the, close the lid again. Well, it's not coming out though. It's just all right. Decompressing. Okay. I'm decompressing. I'm going to go home and decompress. So with... uh, let me explain why the Pellegrino. Okay. So I went to, should I not name the store? It doesn't matter. So I go to CVS. I'm looking for some kind of carbonated 16.9 ounce water. Yeah. And this is what they had. Okay. So I thought, okay, it's just water. It, All right. It, gonna, it can't be too expensive. There's a chunk of un, I, un, uh, undissolved uh, whatever. Yeah, we there. did something wrong, I think. Okay, here we go. Well, this San Pellegrino has been um, been around since 1899, according to the uh, well label. Aged. So it's this well well aged. Is it the sparkling uh, water? It's yeah, well past the pull by date. Okay, Ooh. here we go. There's a chunk. Oh my goodness. Oh, chunkage! Did you swallow That's, chunkage? That has never happened when I do it with just tap water in an old uh, Dutch Brothers cup. Hmm. Well, okay, I got to go. I got to shake mine. It smells like root beer. It smells like root beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking for trouble by shaking this. Wow. Is oh. it like you're drinking a root beer? It, it It's like a diet root beer. That's what it tastes oh, like. Okay. Which I don't particularly care for diet drinks, the, the artificial sweetener. But as as those sort of things go, this really isn't that bad. Yes, but I have to find a way to get the soda water without it costing more than just plain buying a diet root beer. Right. <laughs> which we exceeded that cost with this one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like making your own, you know, I ran into that, uh, by the way, when we were talking about drug look, pricing look, from look last, in, look inside of that. Let me look. Let me look. I'm looking down look, the throat. Look. of his Tip, tip it. Carefully. Oh, there's Just, a big chunk there. Well, that's gross. drink off the other side okay. and the chunk won't get you. I'm missing out on the flavor though. <laughs> there's enough flavor there. Well, I taste some root beer taste, but I also taste some soda water taste. <laughs> um, I, I can tell. Well, I mean, root beer's carbonated, so. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like, I don't have that taste okay, of root if, beer. Okay, if you blind taste tested me on this, yeah. I would just say I was drinking a, some form. Okay, close your eyes. Of a, okay, I'll close my eyes and fool myself here. A diet root beer. When you close your eyes, do I disappear? Mm-hmm. Where, where did I go? I, I shook it really hard, and it's that chunk is not yeah i'm not going to be shaking it anymore yeah oh yeah there's kind of a floater on top there <laughs> <laughs> a little island of and i can see okay, this I, I said this is an experiment where, it's a failed experiment where, uh, yeah well you, you're never going to do this at home are you you know if if i had like something we could put down the neck of the bottle and stir with some kind of a, like an electric swizzle stick or a even a chopstick would work, a long, I don't know, whatever. Just to break up the the resistant chunkage. Because otherwise, it looks like algae floating on a, on a pond on a like summer the day. The green color doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. So while we're refreshing ourselves with this this makeshift uh, drink. Our, 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 <clears throat> our listeners can send in something for us to try. Okay. Food or drink. Drink, drink. No guarantee that we're going to just eat something that comes in a parcel that says, eat me or drink me. No, they don't have to send the thing in, but they can make suggestions as to what we should consume on the show. Oh, yeah. It might be fun to just get us both not. completely hammered and then do the show <laughs> or while doing the show. There, there are a number of podcasts let's, that do that. I, let's do shots while we're doing see. the show. Is, all right, there's, I'm trying to think, Drunk History, That that's one, that's a title. <laughs> I've, have you listened to it? Me neither. That's a title, though. 
And then there's some YouTube channels that do it too. Oh, but boy. I don't, I don't know if drunk medicine quite has the same. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. I don't know if that would go over <laughs> the, the California Medical Board would be giving you a call. <laughs> All right, you're practicing the, drunk yeah. medicine. We can't have that. The, the impaired <clears throat> podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> You're podcasting while impaired. <laughs> PWI. But but see, in that case, it might improve the show. I don't know. It, it, well, he couldn't hurt it. It right? makes me think back to the old days of, uh, uh, oh, what was the one in uh, Bakersfield? Oh, Gorilla? Gorilla Airsoft Radio. They were always drinking. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm and, okay and, saying their name. And burping. Yeah, hey, they would we do, that, do too. that. Let's see if I can do that. Are you going to do that? You're going to demonstrate. Yeah, if uh, I can get a good, let me get a good carbonated swallow. Here. Yeah. Mm hmm. This is not what we imagined our podcast to be when we said we'd do a medical podcast. I'm, I'm waiting. So when the- It'll uh, come. It'll come, yeah. It'll when happen. it does, people know what it is. Oh, yeah. I'll just do it and they'll go, oh, I recognize what, that. What's that character on The Simpsons that- Oh, Barney, that does the burps. Oh, I, I guess I missed that character. I don't know. <laughs> He's the, the drunk on it. So uh, we, we talked about uh, a, a particular COVID-19 topic. Yeah. And uh, and that's why we call this Just the Fats About COVID- or, the fats about COVID. Yeah. So the article had something to do with um, the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccine, if and when it ever comes. Will it work as well on people whose body mass index is 50 or so? In other oh, words, even if you're over 30, it 30, was saying, yeah. which is kind of where we start to use the label Obese. If you're going to use a label based on B yeah, BMI, yeah. it's going to be at 30. Yeah, and the 50 was considered morbidly obese. 40 is morbidly obese, and then 50 is, oh, brother. Yeah. Um, so remind us all, how the heck does one calculate the BMI? Uh, oh, I, uh, oh. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> this is... This is no my mama sharing. My mom would have slapped let me. me. Do that. I would have got slapped at the dinner table for that. Wow. And okay, you, BMI. So we just lost half our listeners. No, no, we probably gained a few. <laughs> I'm not wake, so sure I want them. <laughs> they're like, wake up the kids. They're burping. <laughs> oh, medicine is interesting. Yeah. Okay, BMI. BMI. Uh, it is weight per unit of, or, or height. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically well, well, body surface area is what you're trying to achieve. Okay, so it's like in baseball, adding your batting average to your on-base percentage to get yeah, an idea of what your offensive it's, uh, it's capabilities are. It's just a difficult thing to uh, to use to judge a, a measure of health, and the reason is because yeah. it it depends on a person's body composition, and yeah. it doesn't take that into account at all. Right. It's so, not like body fat; it's body right. mass. It's body mass or weight. Yes, yeah, if you it's will. your mass to your surface area ratio all right all right so the denser one is does that sound right supposedly the healthier in yeah. general yeah well or yeah uh, anyway a high bmi might be indicative of you may be fat so in the general patient that comes through the office if they have a bmi over 30 it is probably a detriment to their health okay and, and there's studies that show this now, there are exceptions, but we really don't need to get into that much. Okay. Okay, so the, the article says that if your BMI is in the high range, that vaccinations in general may not, may not take. Yeah. Yeah, these people are walking around getting vaccines and 
they're not working nearly as often as they are in people with a lower BMI. So one other reason to keep, keep a, at a, a reasonable weight. So you're at risk now for not being able to, well, and isn't, isn't uh, obesity one of the, uh, I don't know, po- potential cr- contributing factors to COVID-19 death? It is. It is indeed. Okay. So you're already at risk for higher at risk for death. And even if they do come up with a vaccine, it may not work as well. Yeah, and it raises an interesting question. And I, you know, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but the, I'll just say the question exists. If you're trying to use the vaccine in the best way to save the most lives, you want to give it to the people who are most likely to suffer from COVID-19. The people are most likely to, to die from it. So this is elderly and people with chronic problems and elevated BMI. Oh, so you're trying to give it to that group. That's who you want to give it to. Because right. you, you want to get the biggest bang for your buck. You want to save lives. The, the, the high so risk if, if we're rolling something out that we have, we want to give it to hundreds of millions of people. But say when we start out, we only have tens of millions of doses ready to go. We have to prioritize who gets it. Well, healthcare workers are in there. Yay. Yeah. And then people who were recently on chemotherapy or yeah, immune yeah. compromised because of, or, or, or over age 65. You know, so we're, we're both, I, wait, you're, maybe I shouldn't say anything. Never mind. <laughs> uh, well, I just, I will say that uh, I just received a, a Medicare card in the mail. Okay. So, <laughs> so people who have a Medicare card and it's not for disability. Right. And people who have the, the cancer thing going on, those are people we want to get it to early also. Hmm. But do we want to be giving the doses to people with an elevated BMI who are also at higher risk if it's less likely to get benefit? Oh. In them compared to these other groups. So it's also a chance to thin the herd. Wow. I'm, I'm being cynical. Did right? you make I'm, that up? Yeah. Did you plan that like overnight? That's that's, <laughs> that's at several levels. You better, I know. <laughs> we need to thin the herd. We definitely Wow. Do. For um, herd immunity. Um, That's a scary thought. Yeah. You know, that, that brings in, you know, uh, medical ethics yeah. discussions there. Well, it's, all, it's the opposite of the so-called thing, because I, I thought where you were going was with the, the thing that folks like to call the death panel. In other words, right, we right, have right. only so many doses, but let's give it to the, the healthy people, because we want to save them. So it's them. a form of They're death panel. Wor- yeah, absolutely. But, but, and and, and the, the people like me who are carrying around Medicare cards and are immunocompromised and whatever, um, see you later, you know? <laughs> You know, they're not worth but, saving. It's the 74 but, Ford Pinto with a but those valve are the, job. Those are the people most likely to ha- for it to make a difference in them. Okay. So if you give it to young, healthy people. They'll probably survive anyway. Yeah, they're going to survive anyway. They're a low mm. priority group to get it. Yeah. Although I was talking to a friend of mine who's, whose father, at the age of 95, got the dreaded vid. V-I-D? Yeah, the COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he... Uh, he shook it off. At what age? 95. And he shook it off. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> one more excellent uh, anecdotal. Well, maybe this thing isn't as big a deal as we think. I don't know. That's great. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, absolutely. If you're, if you're thought going into it that no 95-year-old survives this or, or that not true, greater than half of them succumb to it, that, that's, that's evidence on the other side. I'm finding that as I sip this, um, drink that we've mixed up here it it actually sort of grows on me it actually i'm beginning to convince myself that i have i'm consuming a reasonably high quality root beer 
not its visual appearance. No, don't look at it. It some some things it it you don't want to look at it. Your gotta, enjoyment you gotta get a picture of that. Yeah. That's awful. Your your enjoyment is diminished by the visual. Yeah. Just close your eyes and enjoy. And one of the signs of uh, COVID is uh, diminished memory capacity. Is that, is that along with the uh, loss of sense and yeah, taste loss and of smell? smell and I'm thinking, well, well, wait a minute. If I'm doing chemo, how would I know if my loss of taste has anything to do with the chemo or if it's the COVID? Yeah. They always ask me that. And I, I know why they're asking the question for screening. So I just say, no, not, not no, separate are... from the regular chemo. Right, right. Yeah. I just tell them, yeah, everything's cool. Not, you know. not separate from the main baseline. Yeah, yeah. Loss of taste is a... Well, I have a... Uh, one of my kids has, has a diminished sense of smell. Claims that they cannot smell... It's uh, the most common lost special sense. Yeah. So, you know, guess who gets to change all the diapers in the house, right? Oh. Yeah. Someone else doesn't he does it doesn't bother him. <laughs> wow, that's like a superpower. It is. It is. I, I think of some things that I've had to clean up in the office. <laughs> just give him a call. I'm, I'm sure he'd you know for a come on a over reasonable, reasonable fee. He would just give yeah. Polly a hand. <laughs> yeah, that's the unglamorous part of medicine, isn't it? Um, well, you know, we've just wandered into a whole nother uh, realm of things. So that makes me want to ask you, um, you know, without going too far down the path, but what are some of the more unglamorous ramifications of medicine? Oh, my Stuff gosh. that you wouldn't see on, Have say, we... St. Elsewhere or... Uh, <laughs> or you might. Grey's Anatomy or, you know, whatever. Uh, one of the worst is the digital fecal disimpaction. Oh, you mean that... like... Um, you have to unplug someone manually? Well, manually would imply you put in your whole hand. Digitally would mean you put oh, in okay, just a okay. finger. So. But I mean, uh, quasi-mechanical. Yeah. Quasi so we call it digital rather than manual. Uh, you and then know, there's pedal, but... I, I, guess I, didn't, I guess I didn't realize there was such a thing because wouldn't a person eventually have to just... It would just go. I mean, you know, there's so much pressure or so much, you know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it just... Happen eventually. It may be a long time coming, but eventually it will happen. Imagine a, I'm not going to say shriveled up, but imagine a, a body that is so weak looking. Uh, oh. Okay. And fragile. So, okay. So the, 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 the patient has just uh, deteriorated or whatever to a certain point. And they have, they just don't have the strength. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what will, what, Often will happen is uh, a liquefaction of the solid material and you'll get the seepage. Uh -huh. So stuff like liquid matter keeps seeping out and takes a little bit with it. Yeah. But you still have this, you know, block. Kinda yeah. Yeah. That's one of those questions I wish down. I hadn't asked. Like, can we do a do over? Can we just cut Yeah, we, we can. Yeah. And stop looking at that bottle. <laughs> kind of goes along with the. Yeah. Talk. I don't feel like drinking the rest of this now. Or Should we title this like the most disgusting? Oh, maybe. Maybe one of these, you know, Dr. Mark and click Larry bait. go into the dark. Uh, <laughs> or the opposite of clickbait. Yes, the opposite of clickbait. Don't click, click repellent. <laughs> click repellent. Don't click here. You must be 18 or over to, you know. Mark's titles are click repellent. <laughs> right. Don't waste your time, please. Warning. Don't go here. But try But try the uh, A&W. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I think, we, I think we destroyed the any chance of... <laughs> 
ever getting an advertiser maybe, with the way we treat it out. Maybe that's one of the side effects of this A&W stuff. It just makes it, your conversation go It just makes your conversation go south. Yeah. It, oh. it, there was no warning on the package about there that. There wasn't. No. But we, we should probably uh, write something up. You ought to write up a paper on that and send it in. Yeah. Yeah. A study. We, we just did a clinical study. Like a study Surgeon General's of, warning. Oh, yeah. Warning. Use of this material or uh, product will cause your uh, conversation to to become like that of a seventh grader. Well, I think it's because we put it in the green bottles. Mm. If it had been a clear bottle, I'm sure it would have. This whole show would be different. It would be interesting to see what the coloration. Well, okay, so now I'm looking down the neck of the bottle, and uh, it does look like a a typical brown uh, cola or a root beer or whatever, or even it could even be iced coffee for that matter. Yeah, something disgusting. No, iced coffee is wonderful. It is the nectar of the gods. <laughs> iced coffee is the thing now? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Any kind of coffee. There is a new drink at Starbucks. Oh, or not Starbucks. Um, Dutch? Dutch Bros that I want to try that they advertise as you go through the drive through I don't know if you've seen it. If you've gone no. there in the last few uh-huh. weeks, you would have seen it. It's a mocha with a cold brew. Okay. I think is what they call it. Yeah. It's called Camp Out, I believe. Anyway, I'm going to try it this week. Okay, let us know how that comes out. Or you could bring a couple to the next show. Oh, we could... Well, they're hot. Oh, hot? They're hot. Wait, oh, I. you know what? I don't know if it's hot because it's cold brew. Ah. Uh, wow. Okay, we'll figure it out. Bring it. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Yeah. It, it's probably good at any temperature. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Virtually all caffeine is. Okay. Any caffeine delivery system is fine by me. Okay. Okay, so back to COVID-19 for a moment. Any any uh any messages you want to deliver on that, you know, facts, fictions, uh I, I had the weirdest experience and I've talked about this on my daily podcast, Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 updates. Uh my last one was about an interaction with a patient where this 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 patient is very educated. Uh-huh and has held positions in educational institutions. And he talked about the hydroxychloroquine issue. And he couldn't understand how it can't work. And here's his reasoning. A person took it and they got better. And that's all all the logic it takes for him to say it's a cure. So it's possible that the person could have gotten better and was getting better uh, as, on the natural. As most people do from COVID-19. Okay, so you could say... But yeah, because they took this, he says, that's why they got better. I, I drank I, milk that day and I got better, therefore it must have been... The, the example I use in my podcast is treating allergies. So let's say a person has really bad allergies and they want to improve them. So they take some herbal remedy X on a day that also has a really low pollen count. Oh, also... That day, they spent the whole day indoors in air conditioning. They never even went out. But they had really good allergies or really uh, Low, little symptoms. Yeah. yeah. And so they attribute it to taking the herbal remedy instead of what we would call the confounding variables. And that's the being in the indoors with AC all day and the low pollen count that day. Well, you know, we as humans tend to, to relate issues or, or, or events in a cause and effect thing that may not be there. Like my car didn't start this day. You know, I went out and my car normally starts, but today it wouldn't start. Oh, but it was raining. Therefore, 
Oh, yeah. I wonder if that has something to do. My car wouldn't start when it was raining. Water got onto some electrical oh. part. Yeah. And, and while that might be true, it may not be true. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't yeah. just conclude that that's the issue. It might be that you're just, your battery just decided to call it quits that day. Or your alternator. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So with a car, we, we can figure it out. Yeah. We, we can trace back whether it's the battery or the alternator. We have ways of testing that. When, when a single person gets better from COVID-19, you, you cannot determine what the cause was in that person. There, there's not a test. You can't take them apart and yeah, because figure that, you know, most that. people are getting better. Most, pe- most people do. Yes. And, and without most requiring hospitalization or uh, medical intervention, they just yes. write it out. It might be unpleasant or it might be symptomless. Absolutely. And there you go. So the only way you really know is by, well, there's another way to look at things, and that's the retrospective study where you look at a bunch of people and that got the medicine, and you try to find matched controls looking back at other people that were treated about the same time and about the same way, except for that being the difference. Well, we've seen some studies like the Henry Ford study that we talked about with 2,500 patients where they did that, and what they found out was in those 2,500 patients, oh, well, 70% of the people who, who got the hydroxychloroquine also got something else. Uh-huh. And 30% of the people who didn't get hydroxychloroquine got the something else. So you got that big split. So they had to take that out and it took their study of 2,500 down to 380. Oh. So now it's not that big, powerful study that it looks like on the surface. It was still positive for the hydroxychloroquine and, and certainly it's reason to look at it because it was started within 24 or 48 hours. But we have studies that show the opposite too. And... We, we need to see some, some more published data to, before we know for sure what's going on there. So a little yeah. bit of controversy there. Yep. So we, we, we don't. We're still uh, looking. Yeah. I was looking at a, uh, you know, the famous internet memes and, and stuff you see on Facebook. Little, little things like, uh, my favorite one was sh- shutting down some states while not shutting down others. It's like the concept of having a no peeing area in a public pool. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, yeah, if, if, if people were flowing between here and North Dakota as freely as water moves around in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess people don't really not, uh, not, not travel quite like that, that extreme. Yeah. But. Although they're leaving California in droves. <laughs> I hope they find a happier place. Yeah. 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 I was uh, talking to a colleague of mine who is, uh, the cost of renting a, uh, a U-Haul to go from California to a, a certain spot in Texas was something like with, you know, covered gas and all that stuff. Was, they wanted 4,500 bucks. Oh, 4, wow. But that's one way. The same trip going from Texas back to California was three or 400 bucks, supposedly. Wow. Yeah. And I, that's, that's that? what they quote. Yeah. There's that so, much difference in direction. Uh, there is no difference in direction. What it is is they need to get their inventory back to California. Yeah, yeah right. Which is saying every. Yeah. I remember a few years ago when there was sort of an exodus going on, or at least a uh, a popular move to to move a, your your personal equipment out of California, and uh, some enterprising youths were hiring themselves out to, to the various rental companies to bring their equipment back 
from those one-way destinations, and we're making money at it. So that's the thing today. To, oh, yeah. To get that stuff back in this this uh, end of the country. Yeah. Well, I think we've we've uh, I've gotten to the end of my um, makeshift root beer, and it's not that bad. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily. It wouldn't be my go-to, and I, and I try to avoid sugary drinks anyway. But as a as a substitute, this is a, a reasonable and acceptable substitute. Except it actually costs more than the real thing. <sighs> Why because is that? Because I got the wrong water. Oh well, so you couldn't need to get it cheaper. I couldn't find an affordable carbonated water. That oh was, yeah, the uh, there are no choices. Okay, there's a certain giant big box. Um, how should we call it? warehouse type store? That sells, uh, we call it fizzy water, the bubble water. Yeah. It's basically, you know, um, carbonated water with no sugar and no sodium. And they sell it by the 36 pack for uh, less than 10 bucks. Please tell me it's not in a green bottle. No, well, these are in cans, but we could have, we could have poured this yeah. into uh, do it in clear can. vessels and, and yeah, yeah, we could. We could alter the mix a bit. Actually, I don't care to bother with it anymore. Oh, okay. You're over it. I just wanted to try it. Okay. We've tried it. and uh, That's enough for me. Yeah. All right. Well. We might go back to our old standby. We'll take uh, we'll take any suggestions from listeners as to what we might eat or drink while doing We'll show. take the suggestion, and we might try some of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. There are no guarantees that we'll actually do it. Yeah. But. If we do it, if we, if we, if on the podcast, we say we're doing it, we really are doing it. We're not. Oh yeah. We're not going to fake it. We're not going to pantomime it. Yeah. There actually is a real bottle here. Yeah. There's, there's all, there's pictures. All this stuff there. really happened. Okay. Thank you, Larry. You're quite welcome. Well, that's all we have for this week, folks. Tune in next week. Well, once again, you will hear Dr. Mark Bond say. Until next time, stay in good health. Mm-hmm.